Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Monday, December 11th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And first up today, uh, there's some news about the Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow schedule when they're going to return. They announced the time and place and all sorts of details. And this is a little bit confusing, but we'll try to walk you through (laughs) how they're going to do it. You might might need a like a college degree to I don't know a doctorate in something to figure out this schedule but it's not that bad (laughs) it's not that bad all right so Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow are going to share the Monday at eight time slot for 23 weeks with new episodes through June 18th and the way that's going to work is Supergirl is going to return January 15th and have four episodes in a row and then Legends will air the remaining nine episodes and then Supergirl will air the remaining 10 episodes so they're kind of kind of like stagger alternate um scheduling which is a little confusing but um i guess it's less confusing because you just turn on the tv at eight and when no matter what there's going to be some show you can watch then yeah i I mean it's less confusing than the headlines (laughs) which said they were like rotating and i took it as literally like they were going to go every other week or something like (laughs) what that's confusing but this isn't terribly confusing i guess um i know a lot of people are like worried with um that they're sharing the time slot and i'm not you know like oh maybe canceled and i i'm not saying that definitely won't happen like everything is safe but um back when variety had an article back when black lightning was picked up to series by they're picked up by cw and they said if if it was greenlit then they would try to cw would look for ways to um stagger their programs for the year so they they basically don't want to have five superhero shows going at once and this is a way that they'll only have four each week. So for as a viewer, I'm, I kind of like that to be more staggered and not have to watch okay. five some weeks and zero other weeks. I'd rather have it sort of more evened out. So um, what do you think of this? Zach? Yeah, I do. I do like it. I, I wish that they could have it set up so that just all year there's something going on and there's like never a break. And so I would much just rather have that instead of, like you said, having five shows going at once, which they're not going to do. But even if they just had like two shows going and then three shows going and we just kind of, they each had their own half of the year. But yeah, this is okay. It's, we'll see, like it would kind of stink if like those first four episodes of Supergirl are really good and you're really into that story and you have to wait nine weeks to get back into it. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's understandable. But yeah, I don't think this necessarily necessarily means that they're, something's going to be canceled. Although sharing a time slot doesn't look great, but I think more likely it's possible one is canceled, but it's more likely that not all five of these shows get full season orders for next season. We might have a couple that stay at 13. You know, we could, I don't think that's the worst situation if potentially just as a hypothetical legends gets 13 episodes in the fall and then black lightning gets 15 episodes or 13 episodes every spring. Something like that is possible. Um, But I'm not expecting all five shows to get full season orders, but I'd love to be wrong. Yeah. And then I I don't know how like how far they are into the Supergirl season two, but I know like with Andrew Kreisberg getting fired, this gives them some room to like step back for a while and figure things out and work on the rest of the season and get it all laid out and everything too. Yeah, I agree. It, it's possible. And I, I hope they I hope Supergirl has a natural stop point, you know, the, after yeah. those four episodes. So it's not like the middle of the storyline and we come back with three more episodes later, but who knows how that's going to work out. Yep. So since there's not a lot of news, we thought we'd talk about something a little fun. Uh, Umberto Gonzalez of The Wrap read the script for the Justice League film 
not the Justice League film we knew, but one an old one, uh, an old script. So this was for Will Beale's script, which was the second attempt at a Justice League film. We talked, we did, we reviewed the the script for George Miller's Justice League, which was around two thousand seven, two thousand eight, uh, and then this was Warner's second attempt. Uh, so it's just really interesting. I don't, I don't think this this was actually ever really close to getting made, um, for a lot of reasons. And but it's interesting hypothetical to talk about uh, and just get some details on this because we've never really had any details on this other than Darkseid was rumored to be the villain and we don't have much else. Yeah. So we'll run through some of these things just for fun to talk about. Uh, among the Justice League heroes appearing, <laughs> Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, the John Stewart version of Green Lantern, Hawkman, and then Green Arrow and Aquaman are also mentioned, but I don't think they were set to appear. Uh, some of the villains and other DC characters. Darkseid, Desaad, Lex Luthor, KG Beast, Killer Croc, Amanda Waller, King Faraday, Tattooed Man, Copperhead, Cheetah, Solomon Grundy, Deathstroke, Captain Boomerang, and Huntress. Yeah, this would have been a packed movie. There are so many characters that they would have set up, and that would, that would have been awesome, but it might have been hard to give them all a good, you know, fair amount of screen time. But one of the things that is a reason, like, that this script obviously isn't used now is, like... I think they were assuming that there was never actually a Suicide Squad movie. And so they were going to do like a little kind of mini Suicide Squad in this film. And that's maybe not as necessary after they have their own film. Yeah. And this is um, this, this this whole thing was scrapped once Zack Snyder took over the Justice League movie. Um, but they do. I do kind of like I don't know if the script is any good or not. Uh, yeah. Humberto Gonzalez is pretty positive about it. But every other report I've ever seen talked about how bad it was and how yeah. the studio wasn't really interested in it so i don't know but i do like all these characters are included mm-hmm. i don't I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing although it doesn't sound like there's a lot of time with the actual justice league yeah <laughs> which is right. weird for a justice league movie but um having not read it it sounds like they were all included in good ways so like kg beast just shows up trying to sell kryptonite to lex luther and then Desaad intervenes and tries right. to get it for himself. So it's not and like that. He intervenes by breaking a shark tank. Like that's how the right. film opens. It's just yeah. a crazy, crazy opening. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of the basic basic story, it sounds like, you know, they're established heroes, but um, Batman and Superman are friends and they sort of recruit other heroes when necessary because Superman is brainwashed mm-hmm. uh, by Desaad for Darkseid and the Green Lantern Corps is destroyed, basically. Yeah. Uh, and Superman is, accidentally goes to a boom tube to the future, and Darkseid is ruling the planet, which that sounds kind of familiar. Um, and eventually, Darkseid rules, so Lex Luthor is fighting for the good guys in this case, and he sends Flashback to warn of the future, and the team, the Justice League, assembles to go to Apocalypse to take on Darkseid there before he can invade and sort of uh, get Superman back on their side with his brainwashedness. Yeah, this is not a uh, tame story. This definitely has lots and lots of kind of crazy comic book elements, all kinds of time travel, different worlds, boom tubes, whatnot. And um, in the future, Bruce Wayne and Diana Prince have had a child. So he's also fighting, I think, or he's probably not old enough to be fighting. But um, that's another interesting thing that happens in the script as well. Yeah, it's absolutely loaded um it's probably the most ambitious sounding mm. story i've ever seen for a comic book movie um just total ambition and you know maybe it would have been great maybe it wouldn't have been i guess it depends how it's like everything else it depends how the execution goes 
Um, but yeah, a lot of interesting stuff there. But I, when I saw, I just saw the notes, you know, the highlights, and I'm thinking, four hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how much is this going to cost to make? Right, because uh, they they've got it. I mean, you could uh, you could do it for less, and you wouldn't cast a listers for Hawkman as example, and you know, you'd only have maybe one scene on Apocalypse, so maybe it's not that bad. But um, it just sounds very ambitious. Yeah, this would have been a big film. The, one of the the things I really liked though is uh, Lex kind of turning good, or at least figuring out that you know everybody's going to die, so he's going to have to fight for humanity. And I, as the universe stands right now, I don't know if Lex can be redeemed in that way. Like something really crazy would have to happen, I guess, like Dark Side coming. But um, I I don't think I want to see a redemption arc for this Lex. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's interesting where this would have fit in dc movies at the time obviously this is before the dceu as we know it so yeah just as an example the script was done in in 2011 and they approached directors in 2012 um in in the time this was written it sounds like it's kind of its own thing and you wonder if almost like the justice league mortal script like there's other franchises going on but we're going to ignore whatever's going on with batman and superman and have our own justice league franchise um because at that time the dark knight rises began filming in may green lantern released in june and then Man of Steel began filming in August. And, you know, Green Lantern, for example, had Hal Jordan. And Hal's not mentioned at all in, in this script, it sounds like. You know, it's just Jon Stewart and Hal's not around. So it, it almost makes it sound like it would be its own cast and everything. Yeah, and that would have been a, an interesting decision. Like you said, that would have been kind of not really sure how it would have fit in with other films. Yeah, and I'm I'm not disappointed we missed this i would i would watch it if it was made into an animated movie or something like that but i think yeah. <laughs> I, i'm more interested in the george miller version mainly because i'm sort of picturing what it would have looked like with george miller directing yeah. uh because i'm a fan of his but um this was so long before ben affleck was batman that was when he was rumored to be approached to direct this justice league and i, I remember seeing rumors that warners also wanted him to be batman and uh, back in 2012 he was apparently approached to direct in 2012 and this is when they wanted a 2015 release date but uh, he didn't seem interested. There's a deadline article that says, you know, basically whenever WB at that time, whenever WB had a big franchise, they would talk to Christopher Nolan. If he said no, they'd go to David Yates, who does the Harry Potter franchise. And yeah. if he says no, they'd go to Ben Affleck. And so that's sort of, it doesn't sound like it ever was really close to getting made. Yeah. Yeah. So and interesting. Will Beale went on to write the screenplay for Aquaman, which comes out next year with a story by James Wan and Jeff John. So really weird how that works. Yeah, he's, they kept him around. All right, well, just a little fun thing to talk about. That's all we've got for today, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.